Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. We're on the subject of football again, you guys, and hold up. No, 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 it's not what you think. I will say as sort of a disclaimer before I get rolling, some of you might not care about it, but I would say since I'm not talking about the actual game, this episode won't alienate a lot of you that don't care about sports. What I found is actually pretty cool, so here is what's going down. The NFL's rolling out new helmets that are designed to help concurb the concussion problem. They're made by a company called Vices, and it's a company out of Seattle. It's a startup company, in fact, and they're wanting to help the NFL and the NCAA with new helmets that they've named Zero One. What the new helmets do, or what they're designed to do, is crumple on impact and then form back to shape, kind of like a memory foam pillow or mattress or whatever. And they're supposed to act like a crumple point on a car, which is pretty cool, I will admit. Now, now I know what you think. You're thinking, oh, this will never stick. This is, this is just a fad, like all things these days. This is just a fad. But I'll tell you one thing. Guys like Russell Wilson, Alex Smith, and Jadavion Clowney are testing this stuff out in-game, and I think it's great. Now, now, hold up a second. Hold up a second. I know one of y'all's out there thinking, Nowadays, these kids, they're just, they're just getting too soft. It's football. It's supposed to hurt a little. Well, I do agree with some of that. I think that this could improve the game as well. Because think about it. What if there's a, a I don't know, seven-year-old kid. Whoever time you see him play, you know he's going to get somewhere. But by his freshman year of high school, he's taken so many shots to the head, he can't play because his family doesn't want to risk any more brain damage. But with this new stuff, little Sean could make it to the NFL, fulfilling his lifelong dreams. I can see how both sides are fitting into the puzzle, but I'm honestly neutral on this because mostly, of course, I want everybody out there to be safe. But if it becomes too safe, risk is lost. Therefore, so is intensity and thrill. If it becomes too safe, how else are sports-loving preteens going to impress a girl they have a crush on without entirely grasping the fact that their crush is one of the main reasons they love football so much in the first place? This company's raised over $40 million in the past five years, so this being implemented into all of football might not be too far away. I can picture this working out better than I anticipate and worse than I anticipate. Basically, well yet horribly. Because think about it this way, there's people backing both extremes and people backing both in a more neutral sense, such as myself. And for those people backing both extremes, this is my message to you. Keep an open mind. It might work out better than you think. This week I want to continue a new tradition. I try to offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week I would like to share a verse from the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 18 verse 30 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those who trust in him. This verse is outlining in some ways the treasury of David. One commentary highlights that the declaration in this verse is suggested by the facts narrated in previous verses before it. And that all these contemplations lead up to the thoughts of the author of the psalm. Most notably, the psalmist King David. Another commentary highlights that when we praise for one mercy, we must observe the many more that have been compassed throughout all our days. Many things took place to further David's advancement in the world, but God allowed them all to happen because of David's unwavering and willing faithfulness to his kingdom. This week we've got five games on tap to pick, so I hope you'll stay tuned and maybe pick along with me. I don't know.
First up, we've got Alabama and Texas A&M. I'll be honest, if they still had Johnny Manziel, I would be slightly tempted to pick Texas A&M because he was good, but he is in the NFL now, so I'm going to go with my usual and pick Alabama because, and I will tell you the reason, don't just think that I'm going to pick off a bias, I will tell you the reason. Tua Tungavailoa is on a hot streak They're undefeated. While I do believe that Alabama and Texas A&M will give it their all and go head first into this thing, I don't believe that Texas A&M's best efforts will outshine Alabama because their offense and their defense are both stellar. Nick Saban knows what he's doing, especially with Tua Tungavailoa at the helm this year, and I know that it could potentially go either way. But... In my mind, I think Alabama will come out on top with a 48-32 victory. Up next, we've got Georgia Tech and Clemson. I'm going to have to go with Georgia Tech, even though that's a very, very bold move. And I'll tell you why. Even though Georgia Tech has lost one of their best running backs to an injury, I do believe that this will be the motivator for the backup to step up and show everyone what he's got, so that maybe... He can be a starter. Backup running back, redshirt freshman Jordan Mason has had an average of 274 yards of rushing this season and an average of 8.1 yards per carry. So I'm counting on him stepping up, being the bigger man, and shining for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. While it might be close, I'm picking Georgia Tech to pull this out just because of Jordan Mason's determination to show that he is worthy of a starter spot. Up next, we've got Georgia and Missouri. Again, Jake Fromm is at the top of his game with 37 completions out of 46 attempts with an average of 479 yards and an 80.4 completion rate. I'm predicting Georgia will pull this out. 40 to 22. Up next, we've got Michigan and Nebraska. I'm going to have to go with Michigan on this. Up next, we've got Stanford and Oregon. I'll be honest, it's hard to pick against Oregon, but I'm going to have to go with the Cardinal by two touchdowns. And that's really all I've got to say for this week. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and have a wonderful weekend. Let's roll the outro. I'll see you next week. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Official, as well as on Twitter at EbZ. That's capital O and official capital E-B-Z, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.